0: Previously on Smart Mobility Today, we looked at the ongoing turmoil in the auto industry, AV, EV, and aerial vehicle innovation, robotics, and broadband. This week's stories include EV and AV news, advancement in smart cities' deployment, ways that robots are changing the world of work, and the increasingly busy space above and around the earth. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. A recent poll conducted by Ipsos and Yahoo Finance says that a majority of Americans will not choose an EV when buying their next car. So even with all the talk and headlines, buyers are not interested in giving up gasoline as you might think. 57% of respondents say they are not likely to buy an EV, and about a third of those who feel that way are, quote, not at all likely. About the same portion of respondents say they are likely to buy, but for an industry that sounds like it is creating change quickly, the barriers to buying have not gone away. Things like high vehicle costs, limited driving range, and a limited charging infrastructure. Of the 36% who said they are likely to buy, Those interested are three times more likely to be Democrats. Speaking of politics, at least eight states now require EV owners to pay annual registration fees of $200 or more, all but one of those states controlled by Republicans who say that the fees are needed to make up for the lost gas tax revenue. Advocates for electric vehicles say that the fees are part of an effort to block sales of environmentally friendly vehicles. In Florida, such a bill stalled in the House after a study by the University of Florida found a more equitable rate would be $125 to $146. Texas is the latest, introducing new fees last month. Seven other states have also imposed taxes at charging stations. In Japan, a new driverless ride hailing service is launching thanks to a partnership between Honda and the General Motors Cruise AV subsidiary. The Cruise Origin AV will offer rides to commuters in Tokyo beginning in 2026. The Origin, built in Detroit, is an electric vehicle with no steering wheel or pedals and no space for a driver. The vehicle holds up to six passengers who sit facing one another. GM said it plans to build 500 of the vehicles for the Tokyo Ride-Hailing Service, expected to be the first autonomous ride-hailing service in Japan. Before leaving the cruise story, there is this. As the company has expanded operations geographically, there have also been growing safety concerns. For example, First responders have had to deal with a few disruptive or dangerous interactions with AVs. Basically, AVs haven't known how to get out of the way when an emergency vehicle needs to rush to an incident. To address this, Cruz has made some programming changes, 11 of them to be exact. These include slowing to 70% of the posted speed upon hearing a siren, then slowing down sooner, ensuring that they don't get in the way when emergency vehicles are nearby. Looking for better ways to manage your IT, phone systems, or remote workforce? Improve your organization using technology that works for you. PSNTechnology.com This week, New York City's Office of Technology and Innovation launched the NYC Smart City Testbed Program. As part of turning New York City into a smart city, the initiative makes it easier for agencies to collaborate with companies and academic institutions on pilots that will operate in public spaces. Keeping up with advances in urban technology should help city leaders make smarter decisions about the technologies they adopt. For example, Drones, robotics, and other technologies will allow for the scanning of buildings and identification of flaws that can reduce energy efficiency and help NYC meet its climate goals. 3D manipulation is easy for humans. Most of us can stack items that are not identical in shape or set a table for a meal. For robots, however, there are many constraints that make these tasks difficult. At MIT, a team has created a generative AI tool that makes multi-step 3D manipulation possible for robots. The constraint is this. It is easy for robots to move things from place to place when those things are identical. But when you introduce variety like packing heavy and light groceries and not wanting the heavy stuff on top, the task for the robot just got way more complex. While traditional robot AI handles problems sequentially, the new MIT system is based on a diffusion model. Diffusion CCSP has an assortment of models, each one solving a different possible problem, like non-identical weights and sizes. The AI can use those options to quickly generate an overall solution. So now robots can work as expert packers. I still want to know where my eggs and bananas are. Apparently, that AI-enabled skill for robots has an application in the real world. Amazon has introduced a new set of integrated robotic systems that will be deployed in warehouses in an effort, according to the company, to improve worker efficiency and health. Plus, there should be an upside in terms of customer satisfaction. So, on top of the 750,000 robots already used in Amazon warehouses, the new system promises to reduce the time it takes to process an order through a fulfillment center by up to 25%. On the health side, incident rates decrease by 15%, and lost time incident rates by 18% in facilities with robotics. We will be right back. All right, I'm right, ready. All right, I'm ready. With the largest gig network in the country, Comcast Business has the technology solutions to future-proof your network. And now, flying cars in China. Last week, a company called Ehang Holdings announced that it is now certified to start passenger trials. Bloomberg reports that passengers will be able to go on aerial tours in Xinjiang and Shenzhen. The vehicles involved are autonomous battery-powered air taxis that look like remote-controlled drones. These flying AVs carry two people and can fly for 25 minutes at about 62 miles per hour. SpaceX announced plans to launch 144 orbital missions in 2024. And in the current year, the company has already launched more than any private concern has in a single year, currently 74, with a plan of getting to 100. That 2024 target amounts to an every-other-day cadence for SpaceX launches throughout the year. We all know that when rockets and other objects fall back to Earth, they get burned up in the atmosphere. But do we all know how much climate-changing pollution that burning up creates? To know for sure what these pollutants are, a team of NASA researchers flew high-altitude aircraft over Alaska and the U.S. mainland to sample the chemical composition of the thin air in the stratosphere, the second lowest layer of Earth's atmosphere. The stratosphere extends from 6 to 30 miles above the planet's surface. Traveling at about five miles above the cruising altitude of commercial airliners, the sensitive sensors in the plane's nose cones were able to analyze the chemical compounds found in the pristine stratospheric air, a region of the sky that is out of the reach of Earth-based air pollution sources. What they found were higher-than-expected amounts of lithium, aluminum, copper, and lead, all present in the same ratio of those alloys as used in satellite manufacturing. Read these stories and more at GlobalAutoMobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility Today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.